0: Is Dave Pello happy to be photographed with members of the Proud Boys? Oh, it's not enough to do nothing. It's for us to do something. I was delighted to discover on the weekend that I have become a matter of concern and criticism for the Noosa Temple of Satan. I immediately retweeted their comments condemning me and those politicians daring to be seen associating with me and the Christian political conference I convene each February. I accompanied it with my own thoughts. Oh no, Satanists are criticising Christians who befriend sinners. Whatever will people think? I mean, seriously. Could there be any better endorsement than to be seen by Satanists as antithetical to their claimed values? Could any politician, let alone activist, want for any better PR than to be despised by Satanists? Put aside what is blatantly obvious about Satanism to anyone not profoundly deceived by the father of lies, and what they say about themselves is enough to, say, right-thinking people have no interest in their opinion on anything. Most obviously, they are proudly anti-Christian. If there is any Christian who is not the subject of their criticism, they should be terrified about the quality of their Christianity and the review Christ will give them soon enough. I stress again that what self-described followers of The Father of Lies have to say about themselves Should be taken as the tip of the iceberg. They pretend Satan isn't real and the object of their worship is merely a symbolic figure of their worship of pride and rebellion. But the little they make no effort to conceal is more than enough to disqualify them from any conversation requiring a common commitment to sincerity or civility. Satanism's rules say if someone in your lair merely annoys you, you must, quote, treat him cruelly. And without mercy, end quote. Of course, there are no sexual ethics beyond allegedly requiring a, quote, mating signal, end quote. The prohibition against killing only specifies non-human animals, but, quote, if someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him, end quote. They describe their religion as carnal, which means to do with the flesh as opposed to our spirit it is selfish indulgent and subjective they are egoists this is the diametric opposite of authentic christianity which is sacrificially generous concerned primarily with the welfare of others and humbly submitted to the objective truth and authority of almighty god Much more could be said about their debased philosophy, but take a special note of the harmony and agreement they have with the radical left's tyrannical cancel culture and moral relativism. No surprise, then, they feel they have produced a gotcha moment for three unapologetically public Christians – an attempted character assassination by which they hope to take their ideological enemies out of the battle for the soul of the nation by either cancellation or intimidation. This is nothing more than the usual intellectual cowardice offered by those inadequately armed for a contest of ideas. When we start giving a pinch of salt to the assessment by Satanists of the quality of anyone's Christianity— We have forgotten who our Lord and King is and might as well throw in with their miserable assembly. I've previously responded to the initial criticism of this photo by better characters, and I do not presume to do so again every time some clown critiques my Christianity. I couldn't care less if they think I should be photographed with members of the Proud Boys. My role model, Jesus Christ, was also seen to be sharing a meal with people despised by the self-righteous, intolerant hecklers of his day. They also were so concerned and critical of him that they sought to character assassinate and cancel him. Jesus publicly associated, ate and stayed with people who were undoubtedly morally corrupt, broken and fallen. They made no pretense of moral superiority. They were sinners and they knew it. How much more should I welcome to my table or public events people who are interested in hearing arguments and evidence for what is true and just? Should I invite only people who already agree with me and cast out everyone who could benefit from good ideas and good company? Jesus' friendship with sinners was, invalidly but scandalously, seen by the Pharisees as an endorsement of their reputed behaviour. He didn't merely pose for a photo with them and share it on the internet. He recorded it for eternity in the Bible. The key element he needed was their willingness to sincerely listen. I will sit down and honestly discuss my ideas with anyone interested, as long as they are sincere and civil in their posture and behaviour. I have also publicly interviewed, privately socialised, and been photographed with an abortionist, and would again. Does that make me an abortion apologist any more than Jesus befriending sinners didn't make him a prostitute? Of course not. What these hypocrites do is identify themselves as pigs, to quote Jesus' famous chapter on judging, Matthew chapter 7, which few folks like to go beyond the first verse of. They have no sincerity or civility in their arguments. They seek only to posture themselves as morally superior and qualified to criticize, condemn, and cancel those with whom they disagree. Those are the kind of people I am less inclined to have any fellowship with again. Again, like Jesus. Quote, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. End quote. Jesus Christ. Such ignorant hatred as the above feeble attempt at criticism from self-described Satanists help identify to whom authentic Christians belong. Quote, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. End quote. Jesus Christ. John fifteen eighteen 19 It seems the worst these leftist Satanists can accuse us of is having once been in the same room as some people they don't like, or in the Senator's case, of associating with someone who was once in the same room as some people these Satanists have never before met but are sure they don't like. They seem most aggravated by Christians unapologetically taking Jesus at his word when he commanded his followers to be the salt of the earth, adding a distinctive flavor to the world around us, to be the, sight, to be the light of, of the world, Excuse me, not hidden and private, but prominent and public, to be a city set on a hill, an assembly of safety, liberty, justice, peace, and welfare for those travelers yet far off. The Satanists and other radical secularists pejoratively call this dominionism and shriek as if the Kingdom of God is a secret, nefarious plot to shred the Constitution and replace the PM with a Pope. Honestly, there isn't enough tin foil in the world to make these conspiracy crackpots feel safe in the presence of a real Christian. It is no crime or conspiracy for any citizen to take the invitation of our Constitution and electoral laws literally and fully participate in Australian democracy and in all its inclusive pluralistic liberty, as well as conversations about important public issues such as happen at the Australian Church and State Summit. If you feel like Satanism, Neo-Marxism and radical secularism might not be quite representative of your values, you know why more and more ordinary Christians are no longer content to be mere observers of democracy in the West you're welcome, like everyone else, to watch the videos for every previous session in every previous year, as well as this year's. Judge for yourself which values are most conducive to creating a society, conducive to human flourishing. The only remarkable thing to see here is Christians being Christian in the public square and advocating ideas with an extreme distance from Satanism. I don't wanna blame, I wanna fire I wanna be the one who stands up and says